I'm Saray. And I'm Elrin. And this is... Wormholes. In this episode, we'll be talking about... Keep it of the Lost Cities, chapters 4 through 6. Okay, so... Sophie opened her mouth to defend her race, but she could see Fitz's point. War, crime, famine. Humans had a lot of problems. And I'm just like, girl, you missed a lot. <laughs> you missed quite a few. I mean... Yeah, that's the basics. But I work crime famine, like you missed quite a lot. <laughs> but also, like, I don't want Sophie to go on a thirty page rant about the problems of the human race, because we all know the problems of the human race, or at least I hope you do. So honestly it's fine. Yeah. But if I you see don't, why are you reading YA books <laughs> and not educating yourself? Fair. When Sophie's like, I guess my life was a lie, my thought was, I don't know why, but Bill, nah, your life's a lie. Why? Oh my god! <laughs> why, 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 they're always in Luminaria. Saray, what are you talking about? They're only in Luminaria for like one scene. Okay. Well, I, I have mean they're thing. always in Luminaria. Um, she decided not to ask how he knew where she lived. I have a note about this too. What? That is wrong. That is so wrong. If he knows where you live, he's stalking you, and you should probably ask him. Fitz is a creep. Moving backward. While they're in Luminaria, Fitz says that goblins are one of the most dangerous... No, not, I think they're probably the most dangerous creature you'll ever meet. What about ogres? Are you saying you're not going to meet one? I feel like they're more dangerous than goblins, just saying. Yeah, come on. Like, don't forget Roe. Yeah, Roe is dangerous. The best. I love Roe. If you haven't read past this book, you have no idea who we're talking about, but that's okay. <laughs> anyway... Um, I had another one. Yeah. Um, the arsonist used some sort of chemical when he started them. I hate that sentence. When he started them, assume that all the terrible people are, are men or are use human pronouns. I mean, a lot of <laughs> men are, are not great people, but not all the terrible people are men. I feel like that's just. Okay. We're just using he, him. Yeah, when that's you true. You don't need to. It's that's fair. annoying! Agreed. Come on, Shannon Messenger, you can do better than this. I mean, this was what, like 2016? Yeah. People I mean, were not using he and pronouns. That's, that's like 1900s. That was the no. Bleh. I know what you're saying though. You're right. You are totally right. Okay. Um, my next note is when Fitz is like trying to tell her to try to go into his mind. He's like, concentrate. You can do it. Try. Concentrate. You know what you're gonna do. He's just like, Fitz, calm down. You're being kind of bossy and just chill. Yeah. And then I had another one for for that. Um, well. Sophie is asking him a legitimate question, like, why can't I hear your thoughts? And she's still caught up in the whole idea that she, she's not human. And she's, and she's, and then next thing she hears is, that's because humans have weak minds. That's not what I meant. Like, what? come on. You can tell her things without insulting her previous identity. I feel like 14-year-old boys or whoever else Are ignorant! Sorry. Or just not very good at insulting. 
at explaining things without insulting people. Yeah, that's because that's because humans have weak minds. First off, but that's not what I meant. Come on, Fitz. I hate you. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Sophie's not like other girls. <laughs> she's actually she's not. She's quirky. Our favorite special snowflake. She's not like other elves either. And when Sophie is telling her mom or whatever about about Fitz and like just making up a lie on the spot, mm-hmm. she find she she makes this really realistic lie. Yeah, I don't think it's that easy to lie under like. She pressure. said she's a horrible liar. Yeah, she's like I'm a horrible liar, and then she proceeds to think of like a perfect lie with no flaws. Like what? What? It's not that easy to lie like that. I'm not speaking from experience, but it doesn't seem that easy. Yes. Are you sure? Every Y book I've read says that. Okay. Okay. Um. And yes. Yes, soybean. Get cracking. I love that. I, I love, love that. Amy's, Amy's the, best. the best. I love Amy. She's rude. Um. Yeah, Amy's totally rude. <laughs> anyway, um, so when Sophie sees the, sees, I'm so good at talking, sees the, um, EL fudge cookies in the have tiny elf face. I'm just like, ha 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 ha. That's Anyway. But they're, like, not human. They're, like, the human idea of elves with, like, little pointy hats and it's stuff. It's still cannibals and you're ruining my joke. Okay. And then, when she finally realizes that her family couldn't be her family, I know there's a lot of grief written in there, but I feel like that should be a bigger thing for her, because she's sad for, like, two seconds. Honestly, I disagree. There's part written in where she, like, she can't breathe and she's, she's I like... I know, but I feel like that is good writing, but... It's, that's, like, the hugest thing ever. That should take up a whole chapter. Um, I don't want to read a whole chapter about her rambling about how I know, but sad. it's not very realistic. I think she's she's legitimately upset, like, for that whole entire evening. It's not, like, a one-off thing. I just read it. I mean, she's not really upset in the morning, which is kind of a problem. But she also has other things to think about. Like, she's meeting Fitz, and she, she's trying to get answers to those questions. Sure. I don't know. I don't think that was a problem. And in chapter six, she puts on this supposedly very pretty shirt yellow with brown stripes that's the ugliest <laughs> shirt ever <laughs> like sophie you have no taste i mean i don't really have taste either so i can't blame her no but. yellow and brown stripes that's <sighs> how okay sorry i'm just gonna trust you on that one. Oh yeah sophie has a dream about Keebler elves kidnapping Keebler elves. <laughs> Keebler elves kidnapping. Elb. I'm gonna elb. call them elves from now on. Yes, the elves of the lost cities. Anyway, she has a dream about how the Keebler elves. I do it again. <laughs> the Keebler elves kidnap her and like put her in a vat of chocolate or something, and she wants and she says Oreos oh, yeah. are better. I love Sophie's dreams. Can we have more? chaotic sophie dream content i, I know them. but the thing is though dreams like this in books where like weird things happen but like super clearly and they relate to what's happening in real life it's not realistic at all like my dreams they don't relate to anything that's happening except for like i have a show coming up with a theater dream but like it's not like oh no there's i i almost ate a cookie and i'm having dreams about cookies like that doesn't make sense well it sort of makes sense. elves are on her mind so this and, and keebler elves are her representation of elves in her mind. So it sort of makes sense, honestly. 
Oh, yeah, do you have some stuff about Mr. Forkle? Because I have yes. stuff about Mr. Forkle. I am so proud of Mr. Forkle. Mr. Forkle. Like, that, that, old, that old, old guy neighbor, everyone <laughs> thinks he's lame, but remember when he and um, Jugger Guy are, like, looking at each other, and they just, like, sort of looked at each other for a long time, like a little face-off, and Sophie was a little bit confused what was going on. They were definitely, like, telepathically communicating. Because, spoiler, no. spoiler, Gethin is um, a telepath, and so is Mr. Forkle. So they were totally having, like, a transmission war. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. This might be an exaggeration, but Sophie at one point says Mr. Forkle is rearranging his hundreds of garden gnomes. How does he fit in his yard? <laughs> yeah, it's just, he must have a big, a big yard. He, no, no, he just stacks them all up until they cover his house. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting <laughs> choice of decor. Beautiful. It's almost as good as Sophie's yellow and brown shirt. Yeah. Sophie's like totally freaked out mm-hmm. about this jogger dude who like tried to kidnap her. Mm-hmm. And she's telling Fitz. And Fitz has been looking for this girl for years and somehow manages to put her in danger like 15,000 times and then when she tells him there's this dude trying to kidnap me he's just like oh yeah there he was probably just a human with like a with like a quiet mind no take this seriously you jerk i mean i agree with you but also i think we have to remember that fitz is like 14 he finally did something right by finding sophie he always dad. does something right though. Yeah. he's the golden boy well He's he, used to it by he now. He and his dad have been looking for Sophie for ages, and he found her. He's probably really proud, and he doesn't want anything to disrupt it, being like, oh, shoot, wait, maybe I did something wrong. So, yes, he's 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 has problems, but he's arrogant. Also, he's also a teenage boy. And I hate that. him! He's like 14 years old. Give him a little bit of a break. Even though I also hate him. Uh, when Sophie breaks into Fitz's mind to figure out what the heck is going on, because she's just really confused, right? Remember? Yeah. And Fitz gets, like, legitimately mad at her, um, because... She broke the telepathy rules when, one, she did not know there were telepathy rules, and two, he did the same thing to her earlier, even though he was on a mission. I'm not on a mission. It's stupid. And, I mean, yeah, he was on a mission, so I guess that explains part of it, even though not really morally a good idea. Um, but she wouldn't know that. She'd probably think that's normal, right? Yeah. So I don't really think he should be blaming her there. No. He just, well, yeah, the ten. But just so you know, Sophie, there's this law, so don't do that again. That's it. Like, he shouldn't have been like, you cannot do that. That's a serious offense. But I'm picturing a scene in something that I can remember, definitely, where someone's eyes light up and they just start going, ah, ranting. Do you know what I'm talking about? There's probably like 15 billion scenes in movies like that. Probably, yeah. Like, people getting, like, possessed and like, Yeah, because when people get possessed, they start snoring. (laughs) Oh, I'm so so tired. Being possessed by a demon is exhausting, y'all. It's my blog. Welcome to my YouTube channel about how exhausting it is to be possessed by a demon. How did we get here? Yeah. You get to be possessed by demons. <laughs> That's nice. Anyway. I had a thing about the last sentence of the chapter. Me too, but you go first. Okay. Um, He grinned as his eyes locked with hers. Your future. What? No, that's just, that's kind of vague, Fitz. Give us some specifics. Like, just, just saying things to sound good. She's the kind I of know, to do that. But, like, she asked him an actual question, like, can you tell me what I'm being tested on? And he's like, your future. Tell her, dude, yeah. come on. You did it in great voice. For- I read it as, and uh, she's like, so what am I being tested on? And he's like, ah, your future. Like, 
Oops. Uh, yeah, you're being in your future. I just told you that now. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like that. I read it as he's trying to sound good. Okay, let's do this. All right, so brace yourselves, listeners. Yeah. There's too many plot holes in this book. of the questions that at this point in the story where we are right now as readers who've read all the way through and locked at least at this point in time since Sally hasn't come out yet um, we're annoyed we need to come out sooner anyway so we can try to figure out what the heck is going on with the plot so these are questions that we still have from the first episode and also this episode that have not been answered yet yes how did this article about sophie get into the paper why does Fitz's accent bother her? I'm not entirely sure if we ever get an answer to this, but I want one. How did Sophie lift the streetlight? I don't think we really have an answer for that. Why was Sophie's telepathic ability start so young? Why did it start so young? Why can Sophie hear Fitz's mind and nobody else can? And why can't Fitz read Sophie's mind? Sophie mind. The Sophie mind. Why can't Fitz read Sophie's mind? Almost there. Is Sophie's family her family? Who is her real family? Who is the blonde jogger? Why does he want Sophie? Why can't she, she hear his thoughts? Slash, is he an elf? That's sort of all grouped into one. Basically, what's going on with the blonde jogger? And lastly, what is the test that Sophie has to take? Dun, dun, dun!